Finding Satan, a Black Cat Collective podcast. Hello, Doctor. I can't help but notice you've killed your friend. You've certainly gotten more observant since your little trip down south. How are you doing on killing friends? Not bad, actually. I don't think I've killed anyone at all recently, if you think about it. She's right. She's remarkably homicide-free lately. I don't think she's killed a friend since... Alan. His name was Alan. I didn't kill Alan! Anyway, what are you doing here, Dr. Carlyle? Taking care of loose ends, I couldn't have him talking, could I? Secrets and whatnot. He wasn't saying anything. He wasn't doing anything. He was just a dick. He didn't deserve to die for that. I don't know. He really was a raging misogynist. He wouldn't have made it... after. Yes, Sarah, tell us. Exactly what are your plans for... after? I'm not telling you shit, you manipulative asshole. Not sure you're the one, are you, Sarah? Tell me, did you enjoy your time in hell? How much do you remember? And does Matt know why you're here? We needed information. I still don't understand why you killed the Cardinal, though. Weren't you guys buddies? How was he a loose end? He killed the Cardinal for the same reason we were going to kill him before we left. So he couldn't tell anyone else what he knows. It's literally in the Bible. I can assure you, whatever you intended to get out of the Cardinal was most certainly not in the Bible. I tried to tell him that. Wait, we were going to kill him? He was the worst, Matt. You saw that, right? No loss. You would have broken your post-hell no-kill streak. <laughs> Boy Scout. What did you really hope to get out of the Cardinal? Maybe I can help. You literally just killed him to keep him from talking to us. Why would you help? He was about to tell you things that I'm not ready for you to know. Things about your past that you're not ready to know. I won't lie to you, but I won't tell you things that could put you in danger either. How sweet. <sighs> Fine. I want to know. Is this really the apocalypse? Is the devil really going to go up against God? I know what I'm supposed to do. What I don't know is why. The apocalypse isn't what you think. Or, I should say more accurately, it isn't what Christians have been putting out there. The devil isn't going to go up against God. He can't. It would be like your left hand fighting against your right. No one wins and you just hurt yourself. But is this the apocalypse? Maybe. This is one possible beginning to one possible ending. So if the apocalypse isn't the devil going up against God, what is it? The apocalypse is the end of days, the end of God's creation. What that ending looks like isn't just open to interpretation, it's actually completely up in the air. 
Fundamentally, at some point, this world, this society, this species as we know it, possibly the planet itself, will undergo a catastrophic transformation. It will end, cease to be. No more Starbucks, no more podcasts, no more pretty girls in sundresses, no more beach volleyball. So if it's just gonna happen, why are we here? I mean me, Annabelle, the others. Why were we sent here? Because, Sarah, that's where the after comes in. The mechanism for ending the world has not yet been decided, or at least it's not been written. Free will. It is an inevitability that it will happen, but when and how are totally up for grabs. And the guy who ends the world gets to be in charge of what the after looks like, right? Bingo. We're supposed to bring about the end of days. I know that's our purpose. But does that mean we get to decide what happens after? Do you want to? And are you strong enough? Do you really want to be the next god? Look at what happened to him. Okay, seriously, what did happen to him? Does anyone know? He got bored and wandered off. Everyone wants some big explanation, but that's all it is. The big man upstairs has left the building. No one has seen him in centuries, maybe even longer. He just left. Easy. I used to be mad at him, but I get it. I wouldn't want to watch the end either. That's why Matt's here. He's the witness. He's the witness because God couldn't bear to see what we're going to do with what he created? Ugh, Matt, that really sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I don't even know what to do with that. But it still doesn't answer my question. I don't feel like we're the players, you know? I feel like we're knights or something. I'm not going to lie to you, but there are things I cannot tell you. You understand? So listen very carefully, because you're right. You and a few others were placed on the board. Someone put you there, and someone else put their pieces on the board. And maybe someone else did too. And none of those people are God. So much for free will. Only humans have free will. And you, Sarah, are not human. You know that by now. You serve a master, whether you like it or not. Your victories are his. Your actions are his. Isn't that what he told you when you saw him in hell? Sarah? Sarah, are you okay? I... I have my instructions. But I also have... room in those instructions. I see. And this is you trying to decide what to do with that room. But... Dr. Carlyle, if angels never had free will, how did Lucifer rebel against God? Because God wanted there to be a devil. And because God wanted it, Lucifer rebelled. Because God made him to rebel. And Lucifer was cast out of heaven, and he fell. Because God wanted him to. Nothing that happened was against God's will. It was because of it. And the serpent? Yes. God wanted the serpent in the garden. He wanted to tempt Eve. He wanted an excuse to send them out into the world, and he wanted them to know it was their fault, because they had transgressed, because they had failed. But he rigged it that way. He set them up. 
He did. And now here we are. And you have an opportunity to end the broken world he created. So what are you going to do? Whose side are you on, Dr. Carlyle? My own. Always my own. Sometimes our paths will converge. Sometimes they will clash. Today, our interests aligned. For various reasons, we both wanted the Cardinal dead. And for my own reasons, I'd like you to know why you're doing this. And, if I may, I'd like to offer you one more small piece of advice. What is it? Take this card. I've written down the name, phone number, and address of an old friend of your mother's. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you, and she can tell you things that I can't. You're not trying to control me again, are you? No. That ship has sailed. You're already in motion. Previously, I may have wanted to slow, stop, or direct you, but there's no point in that any longer. Thank you. But I need to know. Were you trying to stop all this? I can't answer that. But please, talk to her. Might help. Michael hasn't moved in two days. They're crawling all over him. They're inside him, too. Shadows under his lovely skin. No one has come to talk to me since Easy. I started hoping to have a long line of folks coming to talk to me, but no such luck. You'd think I'd know more dead people, but I guess I'm never that lucky. I'm sitting on a concrete slab, picking at dust, wishing the sun could warm me when it finally happens. All the slithering shadows on Michael slide into his skin, and the buzzing that I didn't know I could still hear suddenly just stops, just like that. And Michael starts to stir, slowly at first, like a toddler waking up, fighting to stay asleep. He rustles around and finally stands, groggily rubbing his eyes. He rotates his shoulders and flexes them before fully opening his eyes. And when he does, I can't help it. I pull back and try to hide because his eyes are black, endless shimmering pits, oily and swirling, and black veins radiate out of those hellish holes streaking from his eyes through his temples and down his cheeks like black lightning. And then, because this day wants to set a record for god-awful days, all of my worst days have involved Michael, I realize, he looks up at the dark sky and opens his mouth as if to scream, but instead he vomits a stream of black wraith up into the sky directly at the black sun. This is bad. The sun flares. That's the only word for it and it starts to grow. But not as if it's getting bigger, as if it's a flower opening, unfurling terribly large petals, and the light gets worse. It's so bad, it's hurting my ears, and my eyes are vibrating with whatever wavelength is coming out of that thing. And the whole time, Michael just stands there, hovering, wings spread, a few inches above the ground, vomiting that evil gunk into the sky. Clara. Huh? Clara, stop looking oh. at the sun. Look at me. Clara! Ah, oh, thanks. Do I know you? It's me, Lilith. Ah, oh. okay. Hi. I'm a big fan. Do, do you have any idea what the fuck he's doing? 
he's preparing the way. Yeah, uh, of course. That. The way for what exactly? The hordes of hell, of course. Yeah, of course. Hell. Obviously. Hey, I've been meaning to ask you something. No one else has asked you, and it's like totally an obvious question. So I don't know if it's so obvious no one needs to ask or what, but you know what? I'm dead. I don't have to worry about being embarrassed. But are you like the Lilith? Why? You're right. No one asks me that. I don't know why either. So, are you? <laughs> why, yes, of course. The Lilith. I like that. Okay, yes. Lilith. She who would not submit to Adam. Mother of demons, etc. That's me. Wow. Okay. It's like I knew it, but I didn't expect it, you know? That's wild. Yes, well, no one expects the mother of demons to show up, I guess. I don't know what they think I'd be doing. I mean, it's apocalypse time. Of course I'm going to be involved, you know. <laughs> Can't just let that sort of thing happen on its own. Yeah, about that. What are you doing here with me? I don't know if anyone told you, but I'm like totally dead. That asshole killed me. Yes, word has gotten around. Sorry about all that. I need to ask you to do one more thing before you move on. I'm afraid it's why you're stuck here, trapped between the planes, as it were. What's that? I can't exactly do much, as you can see. I need you to slow him down. As you can imagine, I have a few balls in the air, and his part is moving a little faster than some of the other parts. If he gets that thing open before it's time, things could get... messy. Yeah, I don't mean to offend you, but how the fuck am I supposed to do that? I couldn't even stop him when I was alive, and it seems like I can do fuck all now that I'm dead, you know? Just mope around and haunt the stupid temple and watch Michael get violated by a bunch of whatever those things were. They were demons. Lesser ones, but demons nonetheless. They're all drawn to him now. He's been quite flashy and they all want to be on the right side when it starts to go down, if you know what I mean. And to them, not knowing the grand design, of course, he looks like the side to be on. But we know better. So I should expect more? Yes, and probably worse. Most of them won't bother you. Most? Yes. So you can hang around trying not to get noticed when the big guys show up, or you can try to slow this down. Not stop? Oh my goodness, no. I've spent a very long time putting all this in motion. Just slow him down. Distract him. Make him think of baseball or England or something. Hmm. I guess I could try that. 
I was always good at pissing him off. There you go. But whatever you do, please start it soon. He's getting ahead of himself, as men are prone to doing. And don't worry, you'll know when to stop. Okay, yeah. I don't have anything better to do. But Lilith, can you tell me something else? Why, why us? Me, Sarah, Annabelle. Why did you choose us? <laughs> I would have thought that was obvious by now. Clara, you, Sarah, Annabelle, the others. You are mine. My own children. Clara, I'm your mother. Finding Satan is written and directed by Gabrielle All. Finding Satan is a Black Cat Collective podcast.